What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Switch Talk, the perfectly pocket-sized podcast where we talk about this hybrid console that has stolen our hearts and minds, the Nintendo Switch. Welcome back. It's an exciting time, everybody. This is Switch Talk 2.0. We are changing some things. If you're an audio listener uh, on iTunes, you won't see too many changes but uh, except the new format. So usually we'll each play the game and give you our little review breakdown. But to give us a little bit more leeway, what we're going to do is have one informed host and the other people asking questions to see if you should buy the game. Today, we are starting off this new format talking about new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Now that's a mouthful. I want to welcome my illustrious co-hosts, Clay Howard and David Jones. Clay is the one who has played the game, and who we're going to discuss with him, ask him all the big questions, what's really important. Clay, what's going on? How are you? Doing good, man. Not not bad. Uh, yeah, just picked the game up yesterday, so a little fresh, still uh, getting acquainted with it, but we wanted to get something out there ASAP to inform our listeners and viewers about this game, so... I think it's going to be a good change. Not only are we starting off streaming live, but we're getting that information out there with, you know, some pros and cons, the the buying decision. People aren't waiting usually, you know, too long before pulling the trigger. So I think it's going to help out quite a bit. And again, joining us, which surprisingly has played this, uh, the original, since this is a port to the Switch from the Wii U, <laughs> David's kind of the second seat expert on this one. How's it going, David? How are you? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm an expert. It's I, I played this a ton in 2012 because it was like one of two games that I had at launch. Um, and it's been a while and I haven't picked up the new version yet. Um, that Clay is the only one that's picked up that, but it's going to be an interesting mix because I'm curious about what's new, but it's all new to Clay, and I don't think you've played it at all. Either way, at all, Tony, right? Yeah, I'm not a Wii U person. Uh, I didn't drink the Kool-Aid on that one. I actually didn't know, so it was a launch title. Is that correct? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Fun facts. And my, like, my history is I've only played one entry in the new Super Mario Brothers. Uh, games. I think it was on the 3DS, that version, which I liked and I enjoyed. Um, and I think, you know, all of those new Super Mario Brothers games have the similar art style. Um, and you could argue that the Mario Go, is it called, on the iPhone, that it, had, it adopted right. this similar style. So it's interesting. I mean, with any game, with any Mario game, um, I think there's something to expect in each and one of those like series that they have going on. And I'm excited to know if this is worth a buy because as we know, it's a port, but it also includes this other game. Why don't you talk to us about that clip? Yeah. So, um, I never picked up the original uh, Mario U for the Wii U, but I did pick up the Luigi U. Uh, I remember when I bought my Wii U, um, I had my options of the two and Luigi was like significantly cheaper. So I was like, oh, I'll just pick that up. It, it was cool. It had like a green box and I was like, ah, oh, whatever. I'll just, it's something different. Cause by this point in the series, I was kind of fatigued. And I know a lot of people share that sentiment where after you play like the DS ones and you get to this, you're like, oh, it's like, you know, it's just, it's more of the same. And so I kind of overlooked this one because I felt like it wasn't necessarily going to bring anything you know, that I hadn't already played on the Wii. 
uh, which is why I skipped it on the Wii U. But once they announced that they were re-releasing this uh, on the Switch uh, and packaging it with the Luigi game, I was like, you know what? This this seems like a good time to pick it up um, because I've never played the original. Um, and so, yeah, I grabbed it, and uh, so far I'm loving it. It's great. So, What are your personal thoughts on when ports come to the Switch and they're full retail price and sometimes not that's not the case here but sometimes there's not really too much added here we have a bundle so we got the two games in the one deluxe version which is great mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. where do you stand on that I, I personally i want a little bit of a break bring it down 10 bucks nintendo whether you give us more additional content or not um that's kind of generally where i like to see it just a little bit of a break it just feels odd to play games years later um for the same price uh, again not that the extra content doesn't make a difference but where do you stand on that generally yeah i mean i don't know i i think it it helps make an easier decision for people who are on the edge about it if they don't want to pay 60 bucks to play it again then um then i think that makes it easy for you so if you're not a fan of that then you don't yeah. get it you know i mean i got tropical freeze because i love that game and i'll buy it you know a million times or whatever they keep bringing it to the next console but uh i don't know it, i agree it's maybe a little cheap but they've pretty much put their stance that that's how they're going to do it and so uh like it or hate it it seems to be what they're going to be doing moving forward so i just kind of yeah. try to embrace it 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 kind of makes sense that it sucks for the diehard Nintendo fans who have bought all the Wii U stuff, but so few people have p- purchased the Wii U versions of these things. From the average consumer, it's going to be a brand new game for them, so I understand why they're going with a $60 price point for a lot of these. Is because for the majority uh, of people that are going to be picking it up, it's going to be a new game for them. Like, I've talked to people that, you know, weren't even aware that this new Super Mario Bros. Deluxe game... Um, was for the Wii U. It, the demo was just a new Super Mario Brother game, so it it makes sense. It just you know feels a little bit a little bit sucky for us diehards. Kind of wish that there was like a you know a way to <laughs> hey original owners get a little bit of a discount. But I know the semantics of that would be probably a little bit too difficult. So it's a shame. But I'm glad that these ports are happening because it's really just opening up some really great games to a wider audience. There was a lot of really good stuff for the Wii U, and it just got completely ignored because of uh, the poor sales of the hardware. So I'm, I'm happy that they, these are happening, definitely. No, you're, totally, yeah. you're totally right. I mean, the, mm-hmm. it changes the conversation. Where you just have to realistically, realistically look at the Wii U as just not many eyes on those games. And I think it's great um, that they're coming out these games. I think they're quality, and as long as they are, generally, then you're going to... You're going to please people when it's, oh, it's new to me. Uh, I feel bad even saying I want a break in the price because everybody wants to support, you know, developers and things. I know Nintendo first party, you know, a, a different story a little bit when it's, you know, they're not exactly the little guy. But, you know, I do feel bad at the same time because I think the trend in is that we want to pay next to nothing for everything. So, you know, we have to keep that in check. Now, it's all that to say, my biggest question is is the value there for a game that's what my primary concern is whenever i'm selecting a game to purchase there's too much out there in the market everybody has a limited budget so my question to clay is is the value there is it worth the money and then what do you think generally about that clay 
I mean, it's hard to say, you know, only four or five hours in, into it. But, I mean, as far as where I'm at right now, I would say so. Um, but until I've, you know, properly played through it, I, it's hard to really, you know, get the full scope of the game. But um, most of these Mario games are, are decently long. Um, th- this one has the, the, the big coins that you also have to collect, like the secondary collectibles that are you know better hidden and so there's there's some challenge in finding those i know that's kind of a thing that nintendo does with a lot of their games so really you could play through each level and just you know run from start to finish and try to get through it as quick as possible or you can spend time uh you know looking for for secrets and bonus rooms and and there is a lot of that stuff in there which i think is really cool so you can play uh the levels you know multiple times through in different ways you could either speed through it or you know take your time and and explore and stuff and so i like that i think that uh works for you know uh, multiple people, multiple uh, types of gamers, and so I like that. Um, they added, you know, a couple additional uh, characters that weren't in the original, um, like Toadette and and her power ups and stuff. And so that adds a- another additional, you know, way to play, kind of like Funky Kong did with Tropical Freeze. And so uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's great. I th- as far as I can tell, I mean, it's a very polished game. It looks great. Uh, in HD, I mean, it already was in HD, but um, I, I, just, I think it looks great. And so, um, as far as I can tell, you know, early on, I, I think I feel like I got, I got a, a full size game. I, I, at one point, I just went to the map screen and just started looking around at all the different areas, and it's kind of crazy how much, uh, how much there is, how many different areas there are. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not regretting my purchase by any means. So, yeah, I think the price is. I mean, I haven't play this version but the price is definitely fair considering that i played way more to get both the luigi expansion and this and people need to understand the luigi expansion is basically an entirely another never another game it almost completely doubles the amount of content so it's like you have everything that's in the base game and then you have all the luigi levels so it's and then it's it's basically you're getting two games for the price of one so i think 60 dollars is completely appropriate for this particular title i have a a very fun fact um do you want to guess how many levels are in the game clay this uh deluxe game as a package just guess off the top of your head uh 150 and david um 125 This is from the Nintendo.com description of the game. Tackle 164 platforming courses in the two main game modes and enjoy extra replayability with three additional game modes in which you can play as a me character as well as challenges, boost rush, and coin battle. And before I move on to the modes, I wanted to ask you about the characters because, um, for instance, like in Mario 2... Um, Peach would have like a particular float to her jump and things like that. Is that the case with the characters here? Does Mario feel different from controlling Luigi, Peach, uh, what is it, Bowsette? Not, not Bowsette. What's the Toadette? There's so many ets around here. It's a a damn shame that (laughs) Bowsette is is a complete fan creation. It's not real. Rest in peace is all I'm saying. (laughs) Because I'm on board for for more characters, um, but do they control differently, Clint? Yeah, uh, and maybe Dave could talk a little more into it. But uh, Luigi has his kind of floatiness, and mm. uh, Peach has her little <laughs> soaring. Um, 
And then uh, there, you can also play as Nabbit, who is the easiest character pl- to play with because technically he, he identifies as a villain. And so when you play as him, the bad guys don't hurt you. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and so, which is great for, you know, young players. It's kind of the easier mode. In fact, uh, my wife, uh, she tried out Nabbit last night. And so <laughs> there was a couple times where it was nice because she was... Uh, able to stay alive a little more obviously pits still kill you but uh so yeah so there's a there's a decent variety with the characters which is nice uh the toads are kind of useless but (laughs) right um at least they added toad edit out to kind of make it at least so that toads don't all look exactly the same which is nice right yeah that's a new i know that's a new addition and you know going back to the talking about the value and the game modes um i wanted to see if you found any value in that like i think the way that i talked about it when we were off air was is this padding or is this actually something enticing because when you do go through the levels and you want to find the hidden coins i like that i know david you like collectibles too right so that does something for me even going for collectibles it's a huge thing i mean going back to mario 64 and the stars there's something about the platforming and the collectibles that is done in mario games typically that is like it's attainable and it's also like scratching that itch where I got to get them all. So um, what are these other modes like though? Does that bring anything to you? Have you gotten a chance to try that? I haven't. Dave, did you ever play him? Um, I'm trying to remember what was there on the Wii U version. What are the modes that you got? Cause I think they might've added some new ones. It says here challenges, boost rush and coin battle. Yeah, I yeah. don't think I did. I think I remember there being like at least one other option in the Wii U version that I never played. Because so I primarily just played through the uh, main single player and I did co-op uh, with my wife a little bit. Um, yeah, but, and yeah. unfortunately I didn't check those out and I probably should have for you know this sake right now. But um, I don't know. I always view those things as like, oh, that'll be something cool to check out You know, after I've gotten my fill of the normal gameplay. Yeah. But usually by that point I'm like ready to move on to a different game or I've just, I've just had my fill. And so um, maybe if you're a kid and you only got, you know, a couple games, um, that would be something that you'd spend some time on. But for someone our age, I just don't know, unless you're like looking for something different to do with friends or, you know, your kids or something. I just, I don't know how much interest people even have in that kind of stuff, but who knows? It could be incredibly fun. I just, I have no idea. Yeah. So. Um, David, what's your big question? Like, what would be a deciding factor in you to know if this game is good or not or worth your money? What have um, you? It was a little bit complicated for me because I already know that it is good. I guess uh, my biggest question is the reason that I haven't picked it up yet is because it's a game I've quite, played quite a bit already. And from what I saw, it didn't look like the additional content was very significant, especially for someone who owned the Luigi expansion as well. Um, so I guess my biggest question, and it's making me debate whether and when I should pick it up, is how much added value there is from someone who owned both the Luigi DLC and the base game on the Wii U. And it's kind of a hard question to, I think, get an answer from you guys, because neither one of you has owned uh, owned it on the Wii U, at least with, you know, both content expansions together so there's something new for both of you guys whereas for me i think i'd be getting like a couple new characters and from what i understand i think the resolution looks a bit better like it's up to 1080p now which is nice 
Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah, I mean, from hearing the complaints of people, typically it's you know I've played this already, and then you know the response that you know you'd want to have as Nintendo is, but you know we've done this or that, so we know the two game pack-ins to make the deluxe. It's like Clay said, more than you could ever want to consume. By then, you should have your fill. I mean, come on. But the game modes, yeah, the Nabbit thing. I think it's interesting that with these new releases they're going after a casual mode they're like okay well we recognize now that there was a gap there at some point and we really do want to attract those young players even more where we have these funky kong uh, Mm -hmm. nabbit things that are going to help and again it's it's that market it's the kids because somebody think about the children is what i'm saying you know what i mean like that (laughs) come on children think about the children (laughs) um for me, Clay, the best part of any Mario game is if it keeps things fresh and you're saying, wow, or cool, and you're learning that new mechanic, you're seeing that new level. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm kind of over the art style at this point. I've seen it. Yeah. Um, every time that I think we've blown our minds when you go to like a Paper Mario or 3D Mario and Mario 64 like uh, uh, or Galaxy, I'm looking for this newness and you know, with Odyssey already passed, wouldn't have been nice to have another series, you know, pop up. I would have preferred a Paper Mario. But that being said, how is the game as you've experienced it? Is it doing new things, you know, in this series? Is it keeping your interest generally? Yeah, and um, and that's one thing. Uh, yeah, I'm still unlock or you know opening up these new. Th- experiences but what i've seen so far there's been a couple different things that i can think of that make it unique and there's one in particular that i thought was really unique and pretty fun actually um one of them is there's like a a new suit it's like the flying squirrel suit. i think that's kind (laughs) of i love that that's the uh the 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 big pole um i think it's like on the opening cut scene all these this tree spreads all these like acorn things everywhere and so so that's one of the suits and it's it's pretty cool and unique and uh has a little bit of a glide to it and uh like an additional like jump kind of thing um so that one's pretty cool but the thing i really like is the like baby yoshis that you can get in this game um which kind of felt like an afterthought in the marketing at least from my perspective even though if you look at like any pictures of this game they're like everywhere um but they're like littered throughout the 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 whole you know area the levels and so you pick them up and then you take them into a level with you and so in the first area you get this pink baby yoshi who um when you hold on to him he like inflates into a giant balloon mm-hmm. and then he slowly like deflates and i just thought that was like super fun and unique and different because you can still lose the Yoshi. Like you're not guaranteed that you're going to have it and you can accidentally like throw them down a pit if you're not careful. <laughs> um, but you can just like fly through the level. Otherwise, I don't know. I just think it was really cool. And so when I got done with that level with it, I was like, that was really fun and it was different and unique and sure the level looked a little bland or whatever, but like at the end of the day, like the gameplay itself was really enjoyable and I really liked it. And so, um, I, I don't know. I thought that was really cool. Um, I know there's like a penguin suit later on, which I think is in the other games. Uh, David, what else is there? I, I'm trying to think. Do you know of any other I ones? noticed a lot of power-ups uh, that I, I wasn't familiar think. with. And when I saw your gameplay clip, I saw a lot of things that mm-hmm. I was just not, you know, maybe I just, yeah. it's it's newer to me. Again, things like and w- that. And one thing I do appreciate about this 
particular entry of New Super Mario Bros. series, which I think makes it kind of superior to all the others, is there is some new sort of level tile sets that are that haven't been seen previously, so it starts to edge away from the sort of generic Super Mario art. Um, I don't know if you've mm. gotten here yet, uh, Clay, but there is a level that has kind of a hand-painted, almost Van Gogh-style art style to it. Ooh, and that's yeah, hot. It's, it's really cool. It was like my favorite uh, my favorite level type in the game, and I can't remember what world it's in, but I remember it's like, oh, wow, this is actually not a generic sort of new Super Mario Brothers type level, and I thought that was really cool. So I think nice. it's definitely the best in that series as it starts to experiment a little bit more rather than just uh, sort of, you know, pre-rendered classic Mario items. And, you know, I, I, I know everyone complains about fatigue, but I think it'd be cool if they did another one, a brand new one on Switch. But, hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I saw some critiques uh, from some people on, on YouTube about how they, they compared a level, a single level from Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze against three levels in, in this Mario game. And, like, the one Donkey Kong level had more variety and like level design and like aesthetic than three different separate levels did in this one mario u bros deluxe and so i thought that was interesting too and i don't want to just sit here and compare it to donkey kong but um there was a couple times though in certain levels where halfway through they changed it up and it didn't feel like the first half of the level and and to be Um, fair the level design in tropical freeze is way the lovers a little way longer even compared to donkey kong country returns so there's a lot more opportunity for that when the the base level is just larger than the base one they're comparing it to but no the the level design in tropical freeze is great and i won't deny that it's better level design than this game but i i feel like you're comparing it to i mean i don't know it's all it's almost the standard you're comparing it to is too high and oh, yeah you, yeah so if you get what i'm saying it's still a really good uh plot probably i mean i can't think of any other recent 2d platformer on the switch that's as good as new super mario Bros. with the exception of tropical freeze so i guess bear yeah. that in mind well i'd yeah. also but the reputation of donkey kong country tropical freeze being a very difficult game also tells me that it was speaking to a different market in that way so not Mm. only visually but if you're going to keep it basic you know on the mechanic side and a little bit on the easier side in this series then i also would say that there would be kind of less going on with the artistic vision and in that way somewhat somewhat related you know it's more of a basic platformer Mm -hmm. than the artistic mastery of tropical freeze i mean it's praised as as a game for that reason so i would say there would be some type of you know correlation there i think that Mm. you know from everything that i heard it's looking like um a buy to me like i'm pretty convinced that the value is there like i said did you get a you said you did play with your wife clay right so you experienced the multiplayer because if there's anything unique about the switch it's Pop off the two Joy-Cons, and you got two players wherever you are. So you were able to do that, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and anybody who's played these games multiplayer know that it does get... The more you add, the more chaotic it gets, because every player you know interacts with the other player. And so you can jump off each other. You can, I think, you pick each other up and throw each other. And so you can play it in a, more of a cooperative way, or you can kind of try to you know race each other and so it's pretty fun and i would say mm-hmm. once again bringing up tropical freeze i think they do multiplayer better on this than than tropical freeze does mm-hmm. um 
But there's a couple times where it can be a little frustrating where you go to make a jump and you end up jumping into another player and you end up dying. And so um, my, my poor wife, she's not a huge platformer, but she tried this out with me and um, and, and, and it was a, almost instantly got a little bit frustrating. And I tried not to take it out on her because she didn't do anything wrong. But um, it's still really fun. And I think with four players, it's just pure chaos, um, but in a good way. I think it's a fun chaos. And so... Um, I think 3D World does a better job with the multiplayer than mm-hmm. than this, but um, but it's still totally accessible and doable. Uh, you can still bubble up, so if it gets difficult, you can always you know go into a bubble if you're playing with a child or something, and then uh, you know join back in on the action later. So I think it works really well for that. I really like that when you're you know damaged or when you're trying to float along in that bubble. That's cool, and the franticness of having four people on screen. I can imagine that being a lot of fun. Um, there is no online multiplayer, right? It's only local couch uh, co-op. Is that correctly? Unfortunately, that would have been a nice addition, though. Oh, if they could Nintendo! Have why are we paying for this? But it's not a it's not a Switch Talk episode if Tony doesn't complain about there not being good online capability. <laughs> is, is it so. not true? Is it not true? Oh, That's you're you're totally right. Right. Um, it could have been a great thing to market this and make it even more desirable for people like David who, you know, maybe already played this and are on the fence. Maybe the fact that it could be online would be enough right. to tip people over to want to play it. But know, latency issues could be difficult. So I'm I'm just pretending that the twenty dollars a year I'm paying is for um the the classic virtual console games and not online. Yeah, because <laughs> the service. Yeah, because you really, the service really isn't worth it for <laughs> online. <laughs> uh, I want to mention really quick that the overworld overworld map, which I didn't realize is before, but looking at your game capture footage, it resembles uh, the uh, Super NES uh, entry, uh, Super Mario World. Uh, world. And it's kind of freaking me out right now. And it's looking like that just alone solidified my purchase. It just has a general like layout that's kind yeah. of similar to that game, which is my yep one of uh, my top five all time. Yeah, it, it gets compared to Super Mario World a lot online. I've actually there's been many there's been many discussions, though. Obviously, I don't agree that there's there's actually a segment of Mario fans that believe it's better than Super Mario World, and that the only reason people like World better is because of nostalgia, which I don't think I agree wow. with. But that is an opinion that I've heard quite a bit online. So it is quite a, a quite good TV Mario game. Now, speaking of the overworld, there it is really cool. Um, I got to a, a part in the game where you can literally pick which area you want to go to next. You can go up or you can go down. Uh, and so you can kind of move around and, you know, kind of tackle the levels, you know, however you want. Um at certain points there's not complete freedom on it but sometimes there is um and so i thought that was kind of neat like i I could pick from you know go to the snow world or go to a different one and so i picked the snow world um i like that and then there's like enemies that you run into uh in the level select screen kind of similar to mario 3 uh where if you bump into a goomba then you go into this little like battle with them and stuff i don't know it's really cool there's a lot more going on on the home screen than some of the other mario games or the level select screen and and i like that i thought that was pretty cool so um did you have any other final questions before we wrap it up david um i don't think so i'm i think it's a great game i probably will pick it up at, at one point uh the main reason i didn't is uh because there was a uh, Tales of Vesperia was coming out the same day, and most people recommended getting that over it, especially if you had played Mario before. So I, I went with that. 
Amazon still hasn't delivered it yet, and I'll probably swing back around and pick up Mario 2 at some point. When it's up to me, I would say that I'm going to get it. I mean, even with the crowded landscape, there's too much value there. I think I could be playing this, you know, for the rest of the year. And it just, it looks like a great quality title. You mm. know, that pack in, just the values there for me. Clay, can we get a couple pros, cons, your general recommendation? Yeah, uh, just kind of final thoughts and all that. Um, it seems like there's a lot of unique uh gameplay in this uh variety it doesn't feel monotonous at least where i'm at right now uh visually it's a beautiful game it looks really good in both handheld and on the tv um if you have people that you're playing with i think this is a good fun game to play with other people i wish i had somebody that really loved this game that i could play through from start to finish it would be you know awesome but uh regardless uh, I, i still enjoy it and uh it's a fun one to pick up and play three or four levels and then put it away. Um, I don't like it more than Tropical Freeze, but that's not a bad thing. Like This is a good game, and uh, it definitely highly recommend it if you haven't played this. Uh, if you have played it before, obviously, I would respect your... If you're not really sure about it, then I would probably say just you know sit it out. But um, that being said, I think it's overall it's a good package. And uh, like Dave said, have, adding the Luigi levels just makes this... There's so much content here. Uh, just in levels alone that I think it's it's worth buying and it's got that Nintendo polish and charm and uh, I'm, I'm very happy with with my purchase so excellent well thank you very much Clay very informative playing the expert I think it all worked out very good flow to the show want to thank you if you're a listener for sticking with us uh, switch talk 2.0 a little bit of a change here hope you like it I think I like it oh yeah all right. Thanks to uh, G- to Gary and Jeff for joining us in the uh, chat there. That was uh, awesome. They've been chatting pretty much the whole time we've been on here. Yeah, so. that's pretty awesome. So, uh, yeah, keep watching it live, and you can get in cool little meta discussions about the show while we do it. So that could be fun. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next time for a Switch Talk. <laughs>